naturally simple skincare for men? Try Swiss Skincare for Men range from Kemmer's Warehouse. This is Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. here on SENZ and it is time for Pacific Flair with Ricardo Ball and Peter Alatini, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the Real House of Fragrances. Uh, Welcome into the uh, studios again, Peter. Good to see you, brother. How was the weekend? (laughs) Um, Hola, Ricardo, and also to all our listeners uh, for Pacific Flair. Uh, Look, good weekend. Mm. just a little bit lax than most weekends. I've managed to find some time just to just to chillax. Um, so that was good. And then you know, some footy was on, so so managed to, to jump on that and and um, and and watched and and you know, obviously the heart sunk a bit for our boys uh, on Saturday, but um, they were up against a very very good Hurricanes team that that actually executed pretty much everything they were given on on Saturday. Yeah, they did. And I mean, because at half time. Mm. It was, was it 17-0, 19 19-0. 19-0, mm. yeah. So at half time you went, well, it's not ideal, but, it, you know, it, it's, you know, you score early in the second half and you're in the game. Yep. Um, they didn't do that. They didn't have enough ball. and But that said, they didn't concede another score for 15 minutes after half time. Yes, it took a, it took a bit for, for the Canes. And, um, and I remember the message that was coming through from them that they really needed to score first to, to really um, – you know, refrain the pressure coming coming from Moana Pacifica. You know, it was it was good to hear Artie say how physical the game is, and, mm. and I think we know that. But we, as we were talking off off air, it's that sustainability throughout that whole eighty minutes for those guys, and and when against tougher, I think that's you know that's when most New Zealand franchises especially pick up the game. So any any anything loose, mis tackle or uh, a mistake as such, we know these New Zealand teams will really pounce, and and it was unfortunate on. On Saturday, that the Hurricanes were, were were there to pounce on everything they they were given. Yeah, because with about sorry, I was leaning back in my chair just to <laughs> listening. Get back on mic. Uh, but with about twenty minutes to go, it was still I'm trying to think about maybe twenty five nil, right? Twenty twenty seven nil, something like that. And well, that's not great. You go, oh yeah, but it's certainly not so fifty nine nil. So that last twenty minutes. Um, was that just so, too much time without the ball? Do you think yeah. it was mental fatigue? Is it a combination? I think uh, definitely a combination. I think we um, we spoke about last week around you know will, will three games uh, in in Australia you know a real um, close loss um, and then and then a couple of games where they were really in the game till, mm. till the end. So for for the boys, it might have kicked in, and I think. When you don't have a, you know, we're not scoring or, or things are not going your way in the game, especially scoring, to get the, the boys back up, I think that really to- uh, took its toll in that last twenty. But some of the plays, I've got to, you know, as much as it was, um, it wasn't that bad from 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 Wana, but it was the fact of the school execution from from some of those players from the Hurricanes that really did, um, you know, see that that score go go from from twenty five to to fifty nine at the end. Man, well, that that Peter Laco try at the end, oh, oh that, that that run down the line. I mean, I was like, is that Savia? Oh no, it's Lakai. That kid is impressive, yeah. um, and he's he's building on a big season last year um, with with uh, Wellington Lions and winning the championship, and also I think he received the the, the age grade player of the year for New Zealand. But he's I've, I've followed his his track because um, he was with us with with our Tongan Barbarians um, World School Sevens team a couple of years back, and we didn't really know too much about this kid, but. The fact that we you know he came from Silver Stream and and he's he's quite quiet and reserved. 
but but what he shows in the field, he's got he's got a huge engine, and and he the, to get a runaway in the last last play um, goes to show you know the qualities and, and athleticism of of uh, Peter Lakai, and he's he, oh yeah he's one to watch and and and. Could be a bolter. Yeah, could be could a bolter. Be, yeah, mate, he's definitely one to watch. I'll tell mm. you what, that, uh, uh, speaking of uh, young kids out of the Canes doing all right, there was this kid, uh, Savia, Artie. Uh, <laughs> mate, that, 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 when, he, when he hit the, uh, lo, the line close to uh, cl- close to the Moana's <laughs> line, and I can't remember who it was, somebody tackled around the legs and somebody went to go over top and he ragdolled them off. I think the, it might have been the lock. It was McKee, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's a big man. Yeah. And, and like you said, uh, he just—he just—that's the, the, I suppose, the power and the, you know and that uh, Artie has, and we've seen it for a long time in this game. But the, the fact that he, he could do that—he's he, honestly, when he's in the zone, he—he's he's pretty hard to stop. And and I think that's that comes to tell boys at times around that technique stuff, just being really accurate. I know we want to. There's there's a physicality part, but I think in our game, the accuracy part is is, is definitely parts, whether it be attacking or defending. And and again, like I keep saying, against New Zealand franchise teams. Any little thing they get, and, and and knowing the hurricanes and the result from last year, I don't think they were going to. They, they had a lot of pride, and I think Artie said as well in in the and uh, as as uh, after match speech around, he wanted to make sure that they defended. They you know so Moana had to work hard for their tries, and it was just unfortunate there was a couple of opportunities that they did have just didn't manage to get over compared to what they have been in the last few weeks. Yeah, they weren't going to let that happen twice, were they? <laughs> no, the hurricanes. no way. Um, <laughs> you can get your text through to us on double eight double three, and we've had a couple of texts come through. Um, ask uh, this one from Chris. Ask uh, Peter, uh, where do they get their players from Moana? The islands, uh, leftover players from New Zealand. Will they end up like the Fijian Drua? And will they play more in the islands? That is a great question, and I, I totally, I think that's definitely a way. I think that it's hard to kind of fathom, but the hindrance I feel at times is that because they're based here in New Zealand, effectively, a lot of those players are from our, our um, you know, our national provincial program. So, you know, it can be, you know, it can kind of look because you're coming through the same system, and therefore, you know, all our our, our kids are kind of. Um, are playing that way, but so for me, it's that's why the draw exciting because a lot of them are from Fiji and, and they've played in those competitions in Australia as Fiji, as as the draw. Sorry, and so I think that model for our Pacific team going forward um, is definitely one to pursue. In. And and really, the hardest thing is is where's the base going to be? Whether they split it or, but it's kind of just really getting continuity, and that's that's going to be the hardest thing for for the team being. Being from Tonga, Samoa, and Fiji yeah. as well. Yeah, know? I mean, well, because there's quite a few Maori boys in that team, and too, Maori, right? Yeah. You know, so yeah. they're, they're, um, you know, when Chris says, "Where are they recruiting players from?" I mean, and that's the thing. A lot of them are based here, yeah. so it's hard to all of a sudden go, "All right, you're going to be living in Apia for." That's right, four months. That's right, and then you know, compared to to the drawer who are you know from from the islands and in, in, in Fiji, so that is that is a tough kind of and. and you know that that is the tough one for for Moana going forward. What does that look like? But I do feel they need to kind of find it, find where they can stand on on their own two feet as such. Yeah, there's a game coming up in RP, I think mm. April 14. Um, I was talking to Carla, the media manager, and I said if you know pencil Peter and I in for a, for, a, for a, a twin share at Aggie Grays, we'll be up there to cover it. <laughs> well, I think that'll be that's a fantastic idea. I think we need to really draw closer to the group. And yeah, and there's nothing like being back in the islands to really do that, right? Yeah, 100%. And Aggie Grays sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me, mate. Sounds good to me. Um, now, we need to get to uh, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific being underway. We need your Moana 
uh, player of the week for this week. And I know a 59-0 loss might, might be hard to, to, <laughs> to find someone. It was but tough. I think, you know, we comment on this on this guy every time, and I think, you know, Levi Amor, you know, Kenny, Kenny uh, Naholo is not a s- small boy by any means, and he bounced him like there was no tomorrow. So the power that guy possesses, and every time he gets it on a half gap, that's what I'm saying, when he gets a half gap, that go forward is phenomenal. So if they can do, and I keep, I suppose it sounds like a break of record, but I feel that that's, that's the area with, with these guys. That's where they're getting their, their most go forward. And he's, if we can get him to run into a bit of space, he, he, he seems to break that line all the time. So, yeah, Levi Moore has was, was been pretty consistent, and I think he, he was still, a, again, a, a big show for the, for the minor Pacifica team. Yeah, no, he went well. He went well all right, and has done it all season now. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific. Catch the action live on Sky Sport or get t- tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Uh, Peter, I have to ask you then, outside of Moana, who was your player of the round? Well, I didn't watch too many other games. Um, it was, I watched a little bit of the Blues and Force, but, mm-hmm. you know, Blues were pretty under strength against um, against the force with the All Blacks being out. But so I just concentrate on the on the Canes game, and and um, I think we spoke about him before. I, I just think the kid is outstanding, and that's both in defence and attack. Uh, Peter Luckey is my pick. The, the, his work rate is phenomenal, and just the fact that um, in both attack and defence, he's a threat. Yeah, like the, you know, there was that steal close to the end. Well, he, he was gone by all money, but he managed to swivel that ball, reaching right over the rug, <laughs> and then spin off and then take off down the line to be caught. You know, he actually made about 20 yards down, down the track. So he's exciting to me. And, and like I said, I follow his progress with the Lions and, and then even the start of the Hurricanes to see the step. He's making it look easy at the moment for me. Yeah, he's going really well. Going really well. Keep your texts coming through too, double eight, double three. Uh, it is 7.44. When we come back, we'll look to this weekend and your old boys, the Highlanders, <laughs> are coming to town, Peter. We'll do that next. SENZ is the home of the A-League on New Zealand Radio. and. It's 12 away from 8 o'clock here on SENZ at Pacific Flair. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Peter Alatini in the house. We've had a, a slightly unrelated text, Peter, but I'll, I'll ask this before we get into the, the Highlanders coming north this weekend. Um, do you think, I know you had some time with the Hurricanes, do you think the Hurricanes announcing Brad Shields today is the signing of 2024 Super Rugby season? Yeah, interesting. Interesting, that. Um, especially with, uh, what I see, they've got quite a young... Back three, even um, oh, I keep getting Yoane or Yosef, the boy that oh, comes yeah. on and on the headgear. Mate, he is—he's just as dynamic as, as the rest of them. You know, he actually between Artie, <laughs> the boy, and also Peter Lakai and Flanders, yeah. they actually run a really good group of players going. But obviously, we know that different players will leave, and um, and, and the experience. That, that Brad will bring back to, to some of those young boys. But, um, yeah, it's, it's always interesting when we, we sign these these guys coming back. But, you know, some fit right back in, but, um, straight in back into to the groove. But others, I just feel like at times if we've got these young boys going really well, um, where they fit in. And, and, but always good to have a mental role as well for, for some of these guys coming back. And they'll probably love to finish, finish in New Zealand on a high as such. Eh? Totally, totally, yeah. You can never have too much experience, right? No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Now, this weekend, uh, Peter, you, you're going to be <laughs> yes. torn. You're going to be torn. Your Highlanders always, coming north. Always. Uh, great win for them. 57-24 over the draw on the weekend. I did not see that coming. I thought that was going to be a tight, tight game. In fact, 
just quietly in my back to the drawer. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> to win that game, just to give it off, you know, the back of the win against the Crusaders and losing just by three against the Reds. I thought, they're every chance here, but uh, the Highlanders, all power to them, man. They really stepped up. Probably performance of the season from them. Oh, look, and it's much needed for, for Highlanders as such. And, and I was, you know, pleasantly surprised with, with, with the score as such, but... You know, the pride in Deep South and, and getting that win against the force, because um, hearing the news from down there, they are hurting. And, and you know, they, they they don't go out purposely to, to, to lose, and, and no one does. But but obviously with a lot of pride down south, people have been questioning, even myself, around what's going on. And But, um, you know, big ups to them over the last couple of weeks, uh, and especially the performance over the weekend to, to pull that back. Um, and, and obviously they'll be looking to continue the momentum as they head into uh, Mount Smart this week. Yeah, now from a, a Moana point of view, um, obviously you got to, and I've used this a few times in the last couple of weeks, you got to do the old Steve Hansen, flush the dunny, forget about it, move <laughs> on, right, from from the weekend. Um, how, do, how do Moana approach the Highlanders this weekend? I think for, for Moana, and I spoke about it earlier on, it's just that execution, especially on, on defence, because I see them have a really tidy line, but as soon as they miss one tackle, you know, the boys here in New Zealand, that continuity game is really hard to stop. As soon as they get momentum and go forward, um, I find I find our boys just really struggle. And I'm seeing a little bit more teams are doing um, late crosses back, Back the other way, or late going back to the blind, you know, switching player time yeah. against our team, and, and and to me, I think that always is testing them around a little bit of slowness of guys getting off the ground and covering close um, into the ruck, and, and and as we saw on on um, against the Canes, they were um, heavily uh, exposed in there. Ryasi went through there, the halfback went through, you know, so kind of it's. As soon as that momentum grabs, our boys are on the ground and, and they're getting really, you know, it's too hard for them to get back to, to kind of show. So kind of really tidying up that in their defence. And then I think just with kicking, just being a little bit more intentional in their kicking, are we kicking to get that ball back or is it really territory to put pressure on on them? I felt we, we probably kicked too much away and, and I think our, our boys look dangerous when they hold the ball in hand, mm. get it out to Amore for him to do his magic and then kind of, um, you know, with our wingers, you know, who can also perform as well. We just need to get them with with every chance going forward, rather than than, than that static ball or or kind of pretty much kicking territory away. Uh, this uh, you know strength, I guess you would say, of the Highlanders. I mean, uh, Marshy talked about it last last uh, show. Was uh, Billy Harmon? He thought he really oh. shone. Um, and and you know, I know he's a different player to Artie and, and Peter Larkoe. He's a, he's mm. not as big, but he's you know uh, a real old school fetcher. Maybe in the in the McCaw mould. So mm. how how do you how do you stop him? Oh, he's. Uh, we have to. He has to be a target for our boys. You know what we've seen too, is when we get guys that break the line or fracture the line and go forward if we're too slow then we've had a lot of turnovers so it's yeah. about us kind of as soon as we break the line we've got to get guys over that ball quicker because Harmon will be no different I rate Harmon I think he's, he's a great player and um, he's really up there it's, it's always hard you know when Boys are not performing, but when they do, obviously he shows out even more, you know. But he's a he's a, he's a stalwart. He he loves that um, physical battle, and um, so so our boys will just have to be really again. Like I, I just keep going back to that uh, to the accuracy, you know. Even with with the, with the cleanouts, if, if he's the man in the target, then we got to make sure we're over that ball very quickly. Now, if you're uh, Aaron Major, what changes, if any, are you making, or are you going to try and roll it a similar team? 
Well, it depends. I think for me around this time is really which boys have, have had consistent game and, you know, where are they at physically at this time? Or do they come off the bench or do they start? Um, but you've got to be looking to, to really play at home again. And I know that even hearing the disappointment of Lea Lafano of their performance, especially at home, I'd say they'll be up for this game. So for me, I'll be looking at our more settled combination if we can, or even... Um, uh, yeah, w- w- with some of those young boys coming off the bench to really give us a, f- a strong finish, and I think that's been been the key around our, our recent performances of staying consistent as this, the guys on the bench have, have come on and, and done the business. But we do need that continuity and consistency and selection with some of these guys going forth. Yeah, do you know what's happened with Lincoln McClutchy? Yeah. Because we, we saw him come on and, and he, he started a game, was it against uh, the Force? Force, yes. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Manu Paya back on the on, on the bench this weekend. So, yeah, so Manu, oh. Manu's there and, and I think I'm not sure where... Uh, D'Angelo Lelua So he... Well. Yeah, yeah, so he can cover, he covers a bit of 10 as well. I think that's what they've gone for. They've gone for guys that probably outside, inside kind of cover, whereas McClutchy probably just covers 10. So it's probably just a mix in terms of their bench that, that they're kind of waiting for because, yeah, one position doesn't really cut it if you're on the bench nowadays, unless no. you're halfback. Yeah, yeah, true, true. All right, well, there you go. That has been Pacific Flair for this week. Uh, Ricardo Paul, Peter Alatini with you. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Peter, go well. Thank you very much, Ricardo. You too. And let's look forward to this week, uh, another week of sports. Yeah, indeed. See you on Monday. Will do. Up the mighty eels. <laughs> yeah. Up the fence. <laughs> <laughs>